how to create the closeness you desire. Building Safety and Security, Episode 119. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Hello, hello, everyone. How are you this week? Today, we are going to take a look at something that I have been contemplating quite a bit over here, not just in our intimate relationship, though that is specifically what we're going to be looking at, but I want to look at how we create this closeness that we want in all of our relationships, our friends, our family, our coworkers. In particular, I have been examining this within the context of friendship And I suppose it is coming up because, as you all know, during this time of rest and recovery that I have going on with my limited mobility from surgery, I have been stepping out of my comfort zone when it comes to receiving help from others, as well as making a deliberate effort to make time for people who are important to me. I have been truly examining all of my relationships, my past relationship dynamics, and basically I have been doing some spring cleaning of my friend list so that I make sure I am spending my time well, making sure that I am spending time in those relationships where the enrichment is going both ways. It's a two-way street where we are encouraging each other to grow and we're encouraging each other to evaluate our current ways of living. A very familiar dynamic for me has been to be more of the go-to person, the resource person, which is... uh, you know, uh, a product of what I do in helping others, but I also see how it allows me to be a little bit or maybe a lot bit more in control of the relationship with less of a need to open up. I can really, in this dynamic, I can see in many past relationships where it has been something I have implemented as a way to protect myself. I can keep my distance personally in the relationship. It keeps me at arm's length. Of course, I am a helper. I'm a coach. But now... I really am looking at it from a whole different perspective, from the perspective of 
us being equals, like me having my things and working on my things and that ability for me to open up as an equal and not be kind of that one-up person. Through this work, I have created the space I often talk about to now being able to clearly see, because I've created this space, to clearly see this dynamic as it was and really have compassion and understanding for myself as to why I adapted that dynamic. I have done and daily will continue to do lots of work to build a secure attachment system within myself, which allows me to stretch and grow in my relationships. It allows me to know that I'm going to have my own back, that I, if something goes wrong, that I won't make that mean that there's something wrong with me. I can take a look at what happened. I can examine it. I can make an apology if that's what needs to be, or just have my own back. So during this time, I am seeing more and more clearly what keeps us at distance in our relationships and why some relationships seem so much easier to develop. Because some relationships, people make us feel really safe. And so we feel safe opening up. I know that's what I do for others. Now, remember, everything I talk about here is within the realm of true physical, emotional, and mental safety. If you are in an abusive relationship, in any of these areas, physically, mentally, emotionally, you must develop an immediate and safe way out of your situation. This episode does not speak to that. This is for those of us who are in safe relationships. I am talking more about our sense of inner safety and security. And of course, before we dig in, I have to share some of what has been revealed this past week of recovery as I approach five weeks past surgery. Gosh, I don't know if it seems longer than that or not that long. (laughs) It depends upon the moment. Physically, I'm pretty much in the same place. Still not weight-bearing, only bending my leg during physical therapy exercises. Last week, I for sure experienced my, I think, my biggest stretch of resistance to it all. (laughs) I was really in a affid state. I was just, and what it allowed me to do actually was to reevaluate all of the things that I was thinking needed to get done, that I was forcing myself to get done. And then of course, exhausting myself. Today, I have adjusted back to a new and bright perspective. How I got there was during this morning's meditation, it really sunk into me how I had 
I had gotten myself into this really weak place where I was relying on myself to do it all and then getting angry with everything outside of me that wasn't falling into place. It was really, oh, so many things, but I, one, there is the awareness of how I'm feeling. I'm just turning away from my North Star, right? I am turning away from what feels really good. And during my quiet time, what I really realized is where my true strength comes from, right? It comes from my God, from my sense of strength inside of me, that strength that creates galaxies, that creates all amazing new things that we can, all of the things that we can even imagine, and that I was choosing to listen to a different voice than that. So I have done my big U-turn. I'm back in the flow. I am back uh, having my own back. Yeah, that's where I am. With that, I want you to all know that there is that 50-50. We're going to ebb and flow both ways. But the beauty of it is how long it takes us to get out of it how long we choose to stay stuck in it, how long before we kind of shake ourselves loose and say, wait, we have the power to change this and we can utilize that power or we can choose to listen to that voice that's lying to us. And then I also want to say, I want to say how much I love all of you, how much I am in deep gratitude for all of you who are continuing to listen to the episodes, even though I'm not out there actively promoting the episodes because I am not out there on the socials. I am not doing ads to the podcast right now. I am really reserving my energy for healing. And that means that I am pouring all my energy into these podcasts and those of you that are already following me. So thank you so much for sticking with me through this time. And for those of you that have been sharing the episodes with others, thank you so much. I have been loving speaking to those of you who have reached out during this time who might not have reached out, uh, had this little episode, this little pause in my life taken place. And for those of you who are new here, and for those of you who are not so new, please go and rate and review the podcast and share it with others, help others to find this information so that they too can really empower themselves to create their best life, to create a marriage that is full of intimacy and connection and love, starting with themselves. Let's dig in. So where does this sense of safety and security come from? Well, for sure, there are hundreds, if not thousands of books written on this topic. There is so much that could be said when it comes to where our sense of safety and security comes from. Basically, it is developed very early on in our life. 
as far back as pre-birth. And this isn't where I want to spend too much time because there are experts all over that have talked about this concept. You can even go back to episode 92 where I discuss attachment theory and how your attachment style affects your relationship with your partner. Actually, not just your relationship with your partner, but your relationship with everyone that matters to you and even those that you think don't matter to you. I do want to share a definition by psychologist Dr. Gordon Neufeld. I pulled this out of Gabor Mahdi's The Myth of Normal book. And what Dr. Gordon shares as a definition for attachment is that it is the drive for closeness, proximity to others, in not only the physical, but the emotional sense as well. So knowing that you developed your attachment style early on in your life and seeing how that attachment style might be affecting how you're showing up in your relationships today is knowledge that is going to help you create so much awareness and perspective. That awareness and perspective is going to help you make new choices when it comes to how you relate to others and how deeply you're going to be able to connect with others. Because knowing those other people that we connect with, that we choose to have relationship with, or don't choose, they just happen to be our coworkers or people that are in close proximity to us, knowing that they themselves are probably completely unaware of their attachment style, but they have something that has formed their sense of safety and security. And as we develop a sense of safety and security within ourselves, we get to help others feel more safe and secure in opening up to us. Now, beyond the adaptive childhood learned relational behaviors, we can look within ourselves to better understand how safe and secure we actually feel. We ourselves need to develop our own sense of safety and security because when we don't have our own inner sense of value and worth, when we rely on others to provide that for us, this leaves us in such a weak position where where we might even find ourselves constantly in the down position where people take advantage of us. That weak position is based on what's going on for the other person. Like I've talked about this in other episodes where like if we're relying on our partner to give us that sense of value and worth they have to be always on. They can't have a bad day. They can't be tired. They need to be always thinking about the other. Of course, that is where we want to get, where we can humble ourselves and be strong enough within ourselves that we are putting others first. We're human, right? And we have things going on within ourselves. And so when we're empty, we can't be constantly lifting up others. There is also the position where many of us camp out is in that up position 
with our guards up, with our hearts closed and ready to shut someone off at that first sign of rejection or of battle. So how do we build our sense of safety and security? This really, really starts with what I shared a few episodes back. Go back to episode 115, which is the first step to turning your marriage around. It is working on your relationship with yourself, learning how to love, trust, and take care of yourself through that work of building self-confidence, doing what you say you will do for your best good, and knowing that you will always have your own back no matter what anyone else does, says, and it is exactly where we begin when we start this journey together. When you join my coaching program, when we join forces together and we work on this journey, this is where we start. This also includes understanding why you withdraw, why you avoid, why you chase, people please, and then practicing something new. And when we take a new step in a different direction. It's the ability to pay attention to what happens and evaluating it, not making if something didn't happen that we wanted to happen. We don't make it mean that that was the completely wrong way to go. It's learning how to take those small, courageous relational steps while being there for yourself, even when the other person doesn't show up the way we expected them to. It is learning that you are 100% worthy of love and that how other people act is a reflection of their own sense of safety and security, not a reflection of who you are as a person, as a human being. And knowing that this is a gradual process, which I highly recommend that you do with a professional who is going to be able to help you see things you can't see, is going to be able to help you better understand why you might be acting in a protective way and understanding that with compassion. Because what we do on our own is we beat ourselves up, right? But with compassion, that allows us to grab onto the courage to take another step forward towards that self-trust. Being able to evaluate, right? See what you did well, like taking that step, seeing what didn't go so great, (laughs) and then coming up with a new plan and implementing it. Now, I wanna talk about this providing safety and security for others that I touched on a little bit ago, because alongside of this work that you will be doing within yourself to build safety and security, you will start to feel more confident in giving this to others. Now, some of us are really good at that, even though we might not have a solid, safe, secure attachment with anchor within ourselves. Hello, me. (laughs) And this is one of the reasons I think I have done so well as a coach. Because safety and security for others starts when people see that you are listening, that you're paying attention, that you care. And that 
I, I don't know how many times I have heard that all the years that I trained clients. That was one thing I heard so often is gratitude for my willingness to hear them out, to to really listen and pay attention and not feel the need to judge them or change where they were at, change how they were feeling. It is also not just listening and showing that you care, but one of the ways that you show that you care is that you keep what they say to yourself. You don't share what they've shared with you with others. People don't trust people who gossip and speak negatively of people they're in relationship with. So taking a look at yourself to make sure you aren't sharing other people's stories that are shared in confidence. How do you speak about your spouse to others? Do you provide a safe space for your spouse to share openly with you? Do you listen without judgment? Do you ask whether they want advice before you give it or whether they simply want you to listen? Do you feel safe sharing? As you build that sense of inner self, safety, and security, you will be able to separate out your sharing with someone else's opinion without it making you question yourself in a negative way. You can share and it would be okay for the other person to disagree with what you have to say. And it would be okay for them to have a different opinion and it wouldn't make you feel unworthy of your opinion. You can allow for the differences. This is differentiation, right? That we can allow others to have a different opinion and still love them and still love ourselves. So as you extend safety and trust and security to your spouse, they will feel it. And when they break your confidence boundary, you will feel safe and confident sharing with them how your boundary was broken, and then seeing how your partner responds will either strengthen or weaken that bond of security, right? So this back and forth helps build safety and security within your marriage and helps you both build a more secure attachment together. I want to recommend that you examine your relationships. You can start with your spouse or maybe if that feels too difficult, too hard to examine, take a different relationship, an easier relationship, one that you don't have as much skin in the game as they say. Is that how they say it? I'm not sure. Because as you do the work of building this self-confidence, you are going to notice your ability to feel safe sharing, as well as your ability to tell your partner when your safety boundaries have been broken and when they're doing something that wasn't theirs to do. Like, for example, like sharing something that wasn't meant to be shared, like something you shared with them that they decided to talk about in public and being able to confront that What that does when you're confronting with love, it helps your partner be more aware and recognize 
oh, maybe I need to ask. Maybe before I decide to open my mouth and say something, maybe I want to pause and stop and reconsider and not say anything until I've talked to my partner to see if that is even something that was meant to be shared. And I think we all know anything somebody else shares with us is not to be shared with anybody else. It's not our responsibility. It's not our property to share. It's their property to decide when and who to share it with. So you'll get better at sharing examples with your partner of why it might be hard for you to open up to them. Maybe they make light of what you share, or maybe they try to fix you. This creates more awareness for you. You are seeing this. So then you're able to share from a place of love and desire for yourself to be known so that in the relationship, you can grow and connect at a deeper level. And then they become more aware of what they're doing and how it's affecting you. In what ways do you trust your spouse? And in what ways do you provide a safe space for them? How can you expand your ability to trust them? And what can you do to start providing a safer space for them to open up to you? This week, I want you to consider your relationships. Consider how safe and secure you feel in them. Notice the relationships you have where you do feel really safe and comfortable. What is it that that person does? What do they provide for you that makes you feel safe and secure? And how can you implement that into your life, into your relationships with others? Having this sense of safety and security in our marriage is the most important aspect that needs to be nurtured to develop a close honest and intimate relationship and to take the first step towards building your own inner sense of safety and security, I want to encourage you to book yourself a courageous love conversation. In this conversation, we can discuss what resonated with you today, and I can help you come up with a plan to start breaking down your protective walls and start opening up your heart to the love you deserve. Also, stay tuned because I want to follow up this episode, maybe not next week, maybe not the week after, but I want to follow this episode up with an episode about authenticity and how safety and authenticity are interconnected and how as we build this sense of security within ourselves, we feel more confident showing up as our true selves in different relationships. That's what I have for you this week. I love you all so much and I look forward to talking with you next week. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. 
For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. 